0: Oh me, oh
1: my! Look at that fish! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. I have your host here, Josh Shrinko. My co-host, Christian Vaughn.
2: What's up, buddy?
1: Nothing much, dude. Just catching twenty ones all over the place. Oh my God! Here we go. You know, go. I've been waiting to tell the story. Yeah, I know. he have been gloating about it. Oh he's, my God! He's been dude. posting it everywhere. It's <laughs> been. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna tell it. Not, already not right now. I'm just, I'm we we have a little even... <laughs> little teaser. Okay, little teaser for our listeners, just to kind of, you know, we got a I got a big story. It was the one of the coolest takes I've ever experienced. So we're just gonna leave it at that. Right. Tease a little bit. Come back to it later in the episode.
2: Okay. Well, I can start off with a very lame story to get the episode rolling. Let's hear it. Because uh, I went out Saturday morning. Or Sunday morning Sunday morning with uh, my brother and uh, you know we had a we had a slight bump in flows like probably Thursday mm-hmm. um, where everything kind of quadrupled I would say mm-hmm. uh, and then was kind of on its way back down for Friday Saturday uh, and then you know we found ourselves uh, with availability on Sunday morning so <clears throat> you know we were kind of between uh uh a few different waterways, you know, we were between uh sugar and uh and uh flat rock and we chose flat rock. I kinda thought sugar maybe was still flowing a little dirty. Got out to Flat Rock and we're looking at probably seven inches of visibility, maybe eight. Pretty which is crap. which is pretty tough on a fly rod. So we fished that for about an hour, caught zero fish. Um, Mm. jumped back in the car, drove the 20 minutes east out to, um, to Whitewater. Okay. So we, we drove out to Whitewater, um, and put in at the, uh, Laurel dam. So you have a boat or you just waiting, waiting. So we, uh, parked there at the Laurel dam on Whitewater, walked downstream and, uh, visibility was a lot better, like 18 inches. That river is weird. It's like real blue. Well, you know, my thought process, I actually, first thing when I woke up that morning, I was like, I, we should go to whitewater because if you look at the charts on whitewater, it hasn't been at normal flows all year. It's gotten literally the worst, uh, amount of rainfall in the whole state Yeah, in a pretty bad summer, pretty bad spring. It's gotten it the worst. So, um, whitewater looked actually decent. So we drove out there, took a look, 18 inches of visibility, jumped out, um, Pretty treacherous way to get across the main channel. That's, dude, I've almost <laughs> drowned right there before. Dude, I literally was like, I felt like an old little man just wading across there. It my, is, man. It's real, little, real fast coming off that dam. Yeah. My little feet about got swept out from under well, me. Well, it, it narrows.
1: Like, it has that real wide dam, and it's right. like a fourth of the width right yeah. off of it, and it all just channels right
2: through there. So we, you know, made it across. Um, and I, I was fishing up at the dam, so I, I, I waited across the main channel, waited and walked back up to the dam, fished the dam. Jeremiah went ahead and and went downstream. Uh, And I'm kind of fishing the dam, no success. Um, And I look downstream and I see Jeremiah catch a fish. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, he's got one. That's good. I make a couple more casts and look back down. He's caught another fish. I'm like, okay, well, got two. I got zero fish here. So, all right, well, that's fine. You know, no, no, no big deal. So I look back down after like two or three more minutes, and I see that he's caught another fish. I'm like, okay, that's enough. So I like bailed my on that stuff damn. up, p- bailed on the damn hard. Did you fish like all the way over <clears throat> to the corner of it? So I, I was headed that direction. Um, But you never got there? I never got there because I I mean, I I don't know about that, but I mean, he caught three section of that. Well, I mean, there's a little bit of history there because I, you know, in that spot where Jeremiah was fishing in that exact spot, I caught, you know, like 42 fish one time just standing still right there. So, so I kind of start walking down his direction. Um, It's real shallow down to him. So I'm just kind of walking along the bank and I see him catch another one. On my way down. We ended up standing in that same spot, and we caught, like, 15 fish out of that same well, spot. Well, that's not that lame of a story. No, but but we ended up... I mean, they were all on game changers. We, they were just running shad up onto the bank. So That's we, cool. Man. Yeah, it was awesome, actually. So, I mean, we were... Uh, and I caught, like, a 18 there. He caught one that was probably 17 and a half but a little bit bigger of a fish. I mean, they were so skinny out there, though, just because they haven't really... I mean, the water's been so bad that I think that they really genuinely haven't had a very good season as far as um, you know being able to feed the way that they normally do. So yeah, fish were all very skinny, uh, but the the one I caught was uh, pretty close to eighteen, and they were all visual takes. They were all like right at our feet too, because the way the the current kind of wrapped around this sandbar and the fish were holding right on the edge of the current. So they were they were eating only about five six feet in front of us, which was pretty awesome. Um, mm, yeah, it was a uh, pretty cool. But we yeah, so we caught like fifteen there. Kind of waited down a little bit further, caught, um, you know, maybe one or two on our way down, and then came back and caught uh, a few more actually on our way back up in that same exact spot. So did I tell you I've been <clears throat> on the Whitewater this year? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I'll tell you about it here in a sec. Well, go ahead. That's it. I mean, we just, you know, we probably caught 20, maybe total, all out of the same spot pretty much, um, all kind of on that shad pattern. And I kind of talked last week about my uh, my F- Cinco pattern fly, and I said I'd post a picture of it if it worked. Well, you notice I didn't post a picture. Didn't work. Uh, didn't work. So, uh, mm. but, which I think it was just, I think that they were just really...
1: Hey, we uh, got a guest. <laughs> a guest in the Look studio. Look it is. It's it's uh, the one and only Katie Shrinko. Hey, come on in, Go come ahead. on in. No, mm. I knew you would come in. Come no, on, Katie. Why? I wanted her to bring my new hat, so wanted to. This is mine, not yours. No. Uh, um, well. Yeah, I got to put this on. Ooh,
2: Man, that's uh, a nice hat. Look pretty look good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's a cool hat. But but anyways, yeah, we did we did pretty well. Um, you know it. <sighs> again though i mean the saga continues with this summer i mean today you know we got thunderstorms and it looks like you know my options for this week which you've already got plans and we will kind of talk about that i'm sure later on but you know my options for this weekend are pretty limited now so uh i don't
1: know did did the
2: rivers pop they're going to i mean we got significant amounts of rain downtown we yeah
1: we didn't get much here though
2: well, like, maybe south of the city, but I'm I'm north of the city, and, and in and we got... I
1: down. wonder out west, though. I don't think they got a ton of rain out west.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. I know that downtown we got quite a bit, so it's probably going to limit most of our options. Most of my options, uh, west, east, and north of the city. So, you know, I don't know. If I want to get some fish again, it looks like I've only got really one choice, and unfortunately, they seem to be running a... Uh, Homo's only kayak tournament up in uh, Tippecanoe. So. Well, you know, I'm <laughs> pitching that. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Um,
1: yeah. So. so tell us
2: about your big trip. I mean, Ooh, I kind of gave everybody man. a little tickled, everybody's little okay. taints just to get them, get them excited okay. about this story. So, go yeah. Ahead.
1: So, as I led on to on our last podcast, you know, I went to Michigan. It's my dad's uh, 60th birthday last month. And my brother, Danny, and I took my dad uh, up to Michigan. And originally we were supposed to go to the Muskegon River, which we have frequented a few times. Had a reservation fall through. Um, reached out to a couple buddies that live up that way. And uh, was got a lot of recommendations for the Upper Huron, which for anybody who, you know, all of our our fly guys on this podcast, that's Schultz
2: country. So
1: yeah, I was pretty
2: pumped. And if if you don't follow Schultz Outfitters on Instagram, I mean,
1: I think it's fair to say those guys are one of the most famous smallmouth guides in the country.
2: I think that's probably fair.
1: River small, like fly guides. Yeah. I'd say that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. So they're out of Ypsilanti, Michigan. Um, I was told to go fish up, a different part of the river. I'm not gonna divulge exactly where that is, but um Chris has fanboyed over this fly shop for quite some time. He uh, you know, I don't think you've ever been there. Um but No,
2: haven't. Um I've been there in spirit.
1: Yeah, taking so, the virtual tours So the, he's, he's on google maps all the time just looking at the building I just street view there while I meet my lunch
2: <laughs> my office I'm just street viewed in Ypsilanti, Michigan
1: so the, the owner Mike Schultz he's like pretty young guy relative to being a successful business owner I, mean, I would say he's probably like late 30s early 40s and um, so I decided well, hey we'll just stop up there kind of see what the shop's all about and we go in, this is kind of on our way up there on Thursday. Um, cause we couldn't leave until Thursday morning cause my brother got off in the morning. So we get up there in the afternoon, you know, early afternoon and,
2: uh, like Danny couldn't have taken a day off.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, don't know what the deal is with that. I wasn't worried about it because you know, as well as I do that water up there is like
2: evening bite. So Danny's job. Isn't that important? I mean, It's <laughs> just, just a fire, just a firefighter.
1: Um, just like saving cats and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's all they do, right? They just
2: they just save treed cats. Yeah, basically. This this podcast's official stance is anti-fireman, <laughs> um, pro global warming, anti-fireman.
1: Go Trump! Yeah, <laughs> um, I was totally joking about that. You were? <laughs> yeah. Uh, is he
2: anti-fireman?
1: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so here's the here's what happened. So we go in the shop Uh-oh. trying to like stick around and wait on Mike to come out. And in the meantime, I was like, you we're know, you
2: just creepily like hanging around, like acting like you're browsing, like hoping to catch a glimpse of him. No, I asked. Oh, her. you liar. <laughs> <laughs> you were just well, like, like, Oh, this, look, yeah, this, oh, this, this is a cool shirt. Like kind of like, I like did not kind even of really I did kinda do I that. I knew you were, <laughs> I knew
1: it. Yeah. Uh, But they had some cool stuff. I found a hat that I like that I'm wearing right now. And I was like, ooh, yeah. Um, And I was like, well, I want to get Chris something. Uh, Because I was like, you know, he's a good buddy. He likes this place. And I was like, let's look around. And so I started looking around. And I found a hat that I thought was cool. And it had a buy one, get one free sticker on it. And I took it up to the register. And I said as i was going up the register i was looking at they have the big you know display with all their flies and stuff
2: yeah
1: and i was like oh you know what what flies are hot right now and he's like oh you know these and these and these and i just grabbed a handful and i put them in my bag and like went up there to buy them and i get up there and i was like hey this hat had this sticker said buy one get one free and He's like, no, nah, man, I'm really sorry. As we we ran that promotion a couple weekends ago, we forgot to take all the stickers off. I was like, okay, no big deal, but I implied that I still wanted to buy the hat. Like in my mind, I was still buying the hat. So he's ringing me out, and about that time, Mike Schultz comes in from the back, and, and there's I there's
2: just like you could just like a oh, tingle on the back of your neck.
1: Yeah, exactly. It I, I'm like... technically is a tingle in between my legs. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> So anyways, the dude's cool as hell. We are like talking, you know, just like Be
2: honest, does he have that BDE? Yes. <laughs> he is totally hung. Oh dude. You answered uh, that way too
1: readily. I I may have checked his bulge out. I don't well, know. I like it. <laughs> so we get up there and I'm like, you know, going back and forth with him and the guy kind of interrupts us, the guy working there and he goes, um he he's like, "You is that all you guys want?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I just give him my credit card. And he looks at me <laughs> mid-conversation with Mike and he says, um, that'll be one eighteen ninety-seven. And I was like, like <laughs> I was thinking in my mind. And I, you know, I was playing it cool because I was like, you know, I'm talking with Mike Schultz and I'm like.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm rich, so it's fine. <laughs> I was like,
1: yeah. You know, I was like, I didn't intend on spending triple digits in here. But I was like, you know what? I, I mean, I didn't say anything. This is I all just, internal like, dialogue. Yeah. Right, I'm like that. rationalizing. I'm like, my wife can't get too mad. I'll tell her a story. I'm like, I got two hats. I got some flies. And then I bought some hooks. Like, yeah, no big deal. Right. So he gives me my bag and he takes back the hat that I bought. And like, he starts Whoa. taking off the sticker and he puts it back on the shelf. And I go, I didn't say anything. I like walk. I start Be to Be cool,
2: Josh. Yeah. Don't blow this, man. <laughs> I start
1: to walk out. And I like pulled the receipt out of the bag, and I'm like, you know, looking at the receipt. Well, it turns out, custom flies are really expensive. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so, in lieu of getting you a hat and some flies, I could only afford seventy five dollars <laughs> worth of flies. Holy! So, <laughs> so you bought me seventy five dollars so worth of flies. I saved. I saved the present for right now. So. I'm going to give it to you. Hang on. All right. Was
2: it like five flies or what?
1: No, it's four. Okay, yeah. ooh, <laughs> they're, they're really cool ooh. flies that come from the complimentary box. Oh,
2: buddy. Can... I'm like tingled up right now. I'm about yep. to about to I have the receipt for oh, proof God. in case you
1: didn't want to know. So, yeah, oh, I thought. Oh, dude. So I... Okay. So, I... I really thought you'd like those little finesse game changers. Oh, yeah,
2: man those are those are cool
1: yeah so those are so these finesse changers he said are like the newest thing he said yeah. they're killing them on them right now yeah man these are uh these are just slightly <laughs> tied slightly more well tied than mine <laughs> well it kind of pisses me off because i really wanted to get you the hat and at that point i was just like really awkward Dude. and you know right, i just left like, there uh... and i was like well you know, I eh, got him four flies. And dude, a little they look no. This box. is
2: awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. This is yeah. great. Hey, so uh, he gave me a, a chartreuse in white. It looks like a white kind of pearl colored one, and then a, a what color is that? I'm like partially colorblind to be frank. It's got kind of a reddish it's like brown. A, it's like a peach color. Yeah, yeah, like a peach peach colored finesse changer, and then a white colored finesse. So, changer. Have you ever
1: fished the finesse changers before?
2: Uh, my brother ties a g- pretty good one. Yeah. But uh, not that good. I thought no. these looked pretty freaking cool. Yeah. yeah like the way they really
1: articulate cool. was like.
2: Oh, yeah, dude. These are next level for sure. Yeah. Very, very nice. Well, we'll post a picture of these. Uh... Post a picture of these with the episode. Man, thank you very much, dude. Yeah, dude. Happy I appreciate to, that.
1: I sorry I couldn't get you that hat. I had full <laughs> intentions to. And had he just went ahead and rung me up for the hat at 150? I would have probably just been
2: like, "Oh, you'd have played it that. cool for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have been like, "Oh, yeah, that's what I expected." So, I'm um, maybe dude. maybe
1: when we have Mike on, he'll uh he'll send us a couple
2: hats. Maybe. Yeah. Dude, very cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, dude. Very, uh yeah, these are these are very very well tied. Very good. The very shop
1: good the shop is is it pretty very, cool. It's
2: very cool. Tons. It and seems tons like of sort different. of like a Disneyland for guys like us.
1: It's not big, so it's right. it's probably about the same size as Moving Waters. Really? Yeah. It's
2: kind of surprising.
1: Yeah, it's not. You know, big. if those guys
2: had an online shop, dude, they would.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> quite know why they. They would jump. be
2: next level. I mean. Yeah. I mean that's.
1: Well, they had the gear, the apparel they had. They have so much stuff that's, like, cool, like fly fishing or, like, smallmouth-oriented stuff. Right. Not just their, you know, their smallmouth uh, syndicate stuff, but they have the Schultz stuff, and then they have some, like, scent, real cool, like, Sims stuff. It's, it's a neat shop. Well,
2: he's, sure. like, an ambassador for all the big, you know, all the big brands. Yeah. But the least so. they
1: could do is give me that complimentary <laughs> box. You want to keep the box?
2: Yeah. <laughs> No. That's okay. all yours, But right. That's yeah, all yours. Maybe baby. Oh,
1: I like the box, too. I figured you would, yeah. You Very cool. Thank moment. you, man.
2: But yeah, dude. All right. Well, we'll post a picture of this with the episode so everybody can see my new new stuff. And whenever we come to the What's New in Your Box segment, I got to cut it.
1: So, yeah. So, anyways, we go up there. We do the thing in the shop. Cool. Mike gave us some really good information. And this is where it kind of gets um gets kind of cool so he tells me you know i'm kind of feeling out what you know without like coming out and saying like hey dude give me the pattern right um you know i'm like you know what the i think a pattern is
2: okay to ask yeah i think that I what you was, can ask a guide is where
1: yeah which i i what i said was what do you think about this area? And I said I'm friends with Jeremy Crow, and he knew Jeremy. He's like, Oh yeah, me and Jeremy are buddies, and no, Jeremy and yeah. Jeremy fish with us on Saturday. But here's a little Sunday. here's a little tip for the listeners,
2: Saturday. though. You know, just uh, be cool. You know, yeah. don't uh, you know, don't ask a professional guide you know for spots. That's probably right. not a cool. You know, if you got something in mind, and you're like, Hey, you know, I'm going to a new river. Like, I'm thinking about this spot. What do you What do you think about this? That's a little different than being like, hey, can you tell me where I can go catch right. fish? exactly. Because, I mean, that's how they make their living, so.
1: Yeah, and I think the fact that I knew one of his friends kind He's of. a little bona fides. Yeah, I was throwing around names. You got a name drop. I, I mentioned Smalley talk like 18 times while <laughs> I was in there. um. But, no, he basically confirmed what I already knew from a you know, spot the stretch standpoint. And then, um, he proceeded to say, you know, he's like, you guys could go the Flint rivers an hour from here. He's like, you'll kill it on the Flint. He's like, Flint's great. He's like, what's the
2: difference? I mean, what, what specifically did he say was different between the two? I mean, well, that's what I'm going to get. Oh God. Okay.
1: The Shiawassee, which was an hour North. Um, he's like, you guys would kill it there. And he was like, look, the Huron is fantastic. He's like, but it is very technical fishing. And I'm like, well, what do you, you know, I was like, look, dude, I'm a, you know, I'm a seasoned smallmouth guy. Like, you know, I was like, I like a challenge, but I don't want to go in somewhere the fish is like shit. And he goes, no, he goes, to be honest, though, he goes, I'll tell people, you know, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, you know, go up here and fish. And he's like, they'll come back to me and be like, dude, there's not a fish in that stretch mm. and he was like i i was kind of figure trying to interpret what he meant but he essentially was like look it will be the clearest water you've ever fished and he was like you will be paddling and looking way more than you'll be casting and i was kind of like okay well he's talking about fly fishing you know he can't make a real long cast like i can and i'm like kind of like grain of salt thing, you know. Different,
2: different, uh you know, different tools, different. Yeah, and you
1: know. I'm like, ah, you know, catch some fish. So we, anyway, anyways, we end up getting up there and fish this short stretch from like six thirty to dark, and it was confirmed this was a really good stretch. So we get up there, and we do okay. We get up there, the sun's down, so sight fishing was really difficult at night. You know, you need that sun to be sure, up. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't really see a ton of fish. And I was, you know, the first time I'd been on that river, so I was trying to figure out what the pattern was. And I only had like two and a half hours of the fish. W- one thing led to another. We we caught fish, nothing real big. I caught a 19-inch largemouth, but um, nothing real big. I think I caught a 17 or 17 and a half. My dad caught a couple 16, 17s.
2: Okay. You so, know? T- so when he says technical fishery, technical uh has kind of a it's kind of a term of art regard like in the fly fishing world so like it's like a, like a lot of times you'll hear trout fishermen talk about technical tail waters or technical you know fish is technical meaning like you know it's very clear you've got to have a very specific type of presentation right you know to catch fish so did you kind right. of understand that right off or was it, i i understood what he was
1: saying i just didn't think it applied to me okay i got you because i was using conventional gear okay and i had limited well, success that's, a, that's
2: probably a fair leap to make i think yeah. you know because fly fishing is very limited and right you know so yeah. we
1: we had good success there uh we probably caught between the three of us you know i don't know 30, 35 fish in a couple hours. So, I mean, it was, you know, good night. Just, we That's didn't, yeah. we didn't see any really big ones. And honestly, there were places where I thought there would be fish and where we weren't. And I was catching large mouth or just kind of a weird night, but we caught enough to where I was like, all right, let's go back there tomorrow morning and let's fish that entire stretch. Um, Cause we had only fish like the first couple miles. So go back to the cabin, and uh got up in the morning went went straight straight to that stretch and uh get up there and and um there's a spot at the top that i spent a decent amount of time fishing i caught some you know good fish um a couple couple 17s were right off the bat my brother and my dad had gotten way down so i was sort of like you know starting out fishing behind them But I was standing up trying to really sight fish because I could see fish. um, And at the time, I had a fluke on, and that's a pretty good finesse presentation. And I finally got the chance to cast at a couple fish, and they just weren't having it. Like, they would look at the fluke, kind of like dress it. Turn away, nothing.
2: And yeah, I'm sure you had a fluorocarbon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. And I mean this when the sun started coming up, and I you know, I could tell the night before, like this water is clear as shit. Like it's mm. like dude, it's so clear. There was not a spot on that river I couldn't see all the way down to the bottom. Wow. Like ten foot of water, you could see it like it was in a foot of water. Like it was clear. Clearest water I've ever fished. Um so I wonder what makes it so clear. I don't know. Is they, it there was like spring, no spring silt fed or something. It. Yeah. No silt. That's Dude, so interesting. No silt at all. So anyways, we start floating down and I'm like getting frustrated because I was seeing fish, couldn't get them to hit. I saw a couple of nice fish, couldn't get them to hit. <clears throat> and I was like, all right, we got we to gotta do something different. So I was like, you know, for me, if I was like going to put something on that I know fish will react to, it's like a net rig because it's really small. You know, it's super clear. I'm like, so I put on a little um, white and green Ned rig, started fishing, you know, to demonstrate how clear it is. You could see everything, like you could see that Ned rig on the bottom at all times. So it wasn't like, you know, you're feeling for fish. You're literally looking for them, casting at them and you could see the fish come over again. I caught a couple rock bass, nothing. No, no fish and I was like getting really frustrated. I'm like what? I mean if they won't hit a Nedrig like what will they hit and I had one thing in my mind I was like it's so clear maybe that white scaring them off that's just like unnatural so I took the white one off and I put um, like a darker like green brown you know type color on and dude first fish I saw pitched at it <sighs> right over to it sucked it in boom stuck it mm. and I'm like all right. than white, yeah. All right, all right. Same thing. And, dude, from then on, that was, you know, maybe like an hour into the day. If I could find a fish swimming and I could see it before it saw me, which I saw – a lot of fish saw me before I saw them, and you would, like, see an 18, 19-inch or just swim away. Love like, that. <laughs> dude. I mean, it was frustrating, but other times – you could see them. You know, you could kind of spot them. There were tons of carp in that river, so you kind of had to figure out what was what. But, you know, you can kind of tell from a distance what a smallmouth, the way it moves and everything. And uh, I started really keying in on them, and I could see them, and I would throw it up by them. And you honestly didn't even have to put it right on top of them. You could throw it within, like, 20 feet, and they would see it in the water because it's so clear. I mean, you just, like, bounce it on the bottom. And, dude, they come shooting over, and they would just, like, nose up to it and you just wait and you see those gills just you know they just suck it in wow dude it was so much it was so different than what I'm used to fishing but it was the same it was exactly what Mike said he was like don't just blindly cast and I stopped I stopped casting like I would just paddle I'd set my rod down I'd paddle until I saw fish I'd back paddle get away from it I'd stop grab my rod throw at it catch fish put it down repeat um Jeez. And I started doing this. So we get to like the end of the stretch we fished the night before. And I knew we had caught a bunch of fish right before this bridge. So I knew it was good. And because there was like five or six foot of water and there were these uh, really thick like reeds. I don't even know what kind of reeds they were, but they were like really like thick, like maybe like an inch in diameter. And they were... In the water, like out into the water, probably five six yards maybe. So it's pretty deep. Okay. Um, and w- the night before we had had some top water strikes right along the edge of them. So I kind of approached, and there was a bunch of rock and stuff on the bottom. It was just a really good looking area. It's at the bottom of a pool, and get up there, and I was looking for fish, looking for fish, and all of a sudden I see the reeds kind of do this little shakeity shake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, usually I think largemouth when I see that, or I was betting it was probably a carp. Right. But whatever it was, it was moving these thick-ass reeds. So I knew, like... You want to cast it was, at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. like, you know, I'm thinking, like, yeah, maybe it's a largemouth, best-case scenario. Right. And I pitched... I made a perfect cast right toward that thing moving. I pitched it right on the edge, maybe like a foot off the edge of those reeds. And all of a sudden I saw the reeds like shake again. Like it was like a couple feet back and you could see it was coming out. (laughs) Dude, this absolute monster of a smallmouth swims out, stops my heart, just like (laughs) swims out. And like, you know, like you see one of those immediately and you're like, most of the time you see those as they're <laughs> swimming away. Right. This one I saw, I knew it didn't see me, and I knew it was looking for my bait. And, dude, it came right up and stuck its nose right on my rig and just sat there. And I mean, it was like it was in slow motion. And I was waiting, and it kind of tilted up its tail and, like, pointed its nose down. And then all of a sudden I just saw its gills just go out. And I just counted. I was like, one.
0: Boom! And, dude, I <laughs>
1: smoked it. And it was, you know, really good fight. I was waiting on it to break my line. I mean, it was running me everywhere. It was running me. It had my line on the edge. My paddle was in the little holder that was perpendicular to my boat. And it was rubbing my line on this paddle. And I was trying to get it out (laughs) from under it. Dude, I just had visions of my line breaking. Like, I, I, if I, at that point, if I could have bet on it, I would have put a bet that that fish was just going to get off. Medium light rod, you know, had a leader on. Somehow, you know, I had a really good hook set. It had, you know, hooked it kind of back in the top of the mouth. So it was in like that real hard cartilage stuff. Right. And uh, yeah, dude, got my net out, got him scooped up. And I was, dude, I just knew it was a big fish. Anyways.
2: How big did you think it was when you put uh, it in the net?
1: I knew it was 20 plus. Like no questions about it. There wasn't a
2: part of you that thought this could be 23.
1: I didn't think it was 23. I thought in my mind, I'm like, this thing's going to be 21, 22 inches. Like I really thought that 23, I feel like it would just be like an out-of-body experience (laughs) i don't i don't i yeah so not only was this thing long it was like it wasn't even fat like gut fat it was just thick dude like it was super thick like its back was really wide it had shoulders its its body was just it was just a huge fish and it like i had pinched my net in between my legs to try to like you know keep it from jumping out somehow and dude it was so strong it was like moving my legs and then i ended up you know i ended up lipping it and dude i couldn't lip I, I was lipping it and it was like getting out of my grasp like i couldn't like i couldn't keep it still yeah and i'm like dude this thing is so big my brother and my dad i'd gotten ahead of them and i was yelling at the top of my lungs I was like, dad, daddy, 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 daddy please. <laughs> I need your help. <laughs> daddy. Need you to take a picture. Um, You're so, going to be so proud of me, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm yelling at the top of my lungs. My dad's the kind of guy taking a picture. He's like, he'll just get there when he gets there. He's uh, not going to, yeah, he's not going to make the legend, a special trip. The legend doesn't pick <laughs> up the like, pace He's for like, anything. dude, I'm trying to catch one. <laughs> uh, so finally my brother hears me and he paddles downstream and dude everything just kind of came together i took a picture on the bump board and then i took a picture of me like holding it up just like i was like if something happens and i lose this fish you know like at least i have proof that i had a huge fish and then he came over and we like you know got a got a photo session and stuff and all that so
2: do you do a full sesh Oh, yeah. how many pictures did you take of it? Oh, probably 25, 25, 30. That's pretty. My low, brother right? was like
1: shaking. He's like, you're making me nervous. Like I'm going to mess these <laughs> pictures up <laughs> and I'm <laughs> like, no, it's all right. Do you just take a bunch of pictures? Just Take
2: like a bunch of pictures with your phone, bunch of pictures with my phone. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Upload them to the cloud. Right. Fucking now. <laughs> you got a signal, airdrop, them. airdrop
2: yeah. them. Bluetooth right now.
1: Yeah. So anyways, we, Everything worked out. The fish, I kept it in the water because I was like, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I didn't want to stress it out more than I already had. Um, and yeah, you know, I got to the release video. It's kind of lame. It didn't really swim, it swam away. But um, yeah, everything was cool. The fish was cool. It swam right back to where it came from. But yeah, dude, that. You know, I called. You didn't the, just
2: kill it ceremoniously?
1: Yeah. I, sh- I thought about it. I was like, if <laughs> only I only had one of Chris's clubs with me. <laughs> You should have just thrown it up on the bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just watch it flop to death. Yeah. Yeah. Take um, that.
2: No, you should have texted Mike Schultz, like, hey, I killed that fish.
1: <laughs> he found a 22 uh, incher dead. Really? The day before. Oh, uh, a picture fish of it. aids? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he, uh, he said he just is old age. He's like, Yeah, dude it was Cancer. Good. Yeah. I don't know, it was big. He showed me a picture. It was dead on the bump board. He showed me a picture. Oh gross. It was nasty. Yeah. Um but yeah, so caught that fish. I you know, I say that's probably my personal best just overall size. That's definitely um, your biggest
2: in a while.
1: Yeah. I mean I've caught some fish that were about that same length, but like the-
2: Lots of twenties. I don't know if I've seen you pull up a twenty one.
1: Yeah, I've caught a couple that well, n- not since me and you started fishing. Yeah, the one I caught up on White River was twenty one, close. Yeah, um, but that was like pretty I said, big.
2: I, I think it's safe to call it your personal best. Yeah. And I don't think that's one to be ashamed of. Yeah,
1: I'd say it's it's my personal best. So yeah, I had a. I mean, from then on, dude, my trip was made. Oh like yeah, I was cheesing. Sure, sure uh, man. but yeah, dude, that's that, a trip
2: maker for sure.
1: That river, we went on to catch. I probably caught forty. 550 fish that day any
2: else any other fish over 18 oh yeah really? yeah i
1: had I had an 18 and 18 and three quarter and then a bunch of 17 17 and a halves um there was at one point i caught the 18 and three quarter off this tree i could see it sitting underneath this tree and i threw up
2: that's and, so cool
1: though dude it was isn't that cool dude? It, well listen this fish come i mean
2: i haven't even seen the bottom of a, of a river and a year it's wild yeah because that, i mean our i mean i haven't seen the bottom of any river well i tell you
1: what you know those that whole outfitter and stuff up there we always look at the pictures of it and you you never really understand quite what it's all about if we ever want to go up and fish that again dude i know exactly how to do it
2: i mean what are you doing this weekend <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i
1: would um seriously i'm fishing a tournament um but anyways nah. <laughs> homo tournament so um so yeah there was a one point i caught that 18 and three quarter out of this tree and at this fish came dude, he came from far away because i couldn't really get the cast in because it was kind of like this like gnarly part of the tree and i threw it on the outside dude. this fish jet it out and just smoked my nedrig and as he hits it there's, like, five other fish bigger than him right behind him. Holy dude, they God. were, like, everywhere. And I, like, tried to, as I'm fighting this fish, I'm trying to paddle backwards because I don't want to, like, get into that tree because if they saw your shadow, dude, game over. You aren't catching it. Like Really? Dude, if they saw anything, they would just. And they wouldn't even really, like, you know how the fish we see, they'll kind of panicky swim away? Right. These fish, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't even go very far, but they will not hit
2: anything. They and like, you could tell they just saw you.
1: Yeah, they're just like we know you're here. We're not biting shit. Hmm.
2: Like,
1: um, so, anyways, I backed off that spot. You see I-
2: that sometimes here, like you know, in a spot like a small spot, mm-hmm. like when a big fish, you know, sees you, right? Like, and you can cast at him all day long, and he's just not going to touch anything. You oh, get that occasionally.
1: Yeah. Well, I backed off the spot, and those fish were still there. You could see all of them. There's like five of them right there, and they were all over 18, like significantly over 18. And I, I called Danny because I wanted him to catch a nice one, and I was like, "Dude, get over here, you know." And I couldn't resist. Um, <laughs> I was like, "All right, I see this." I was like, "There's plenty. I can pull one more out of oh, here." Oh, you sack of shit! And I, <laughs> I threw up. And there, dude, there's a bunch of laydowns on this river. It's real weird, but they're like laydowns in rock. There's like, it's weird. But I threw up and. I couldn't see, I saw one fish off to the right, and there was one that was behind the log, because I was trying to pull over the log into this sight of this one fish that I could see, and it was a real nice one. Well, what I didn't see the one behind the were, log.
2: Hold on, were you running pure fluoro on this, or were you just running like a really long leader?
1: Like a, probably 10 foot leader.
2: Is that it? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Um, I threw it over the log. And this fish I couldn't see until he came out and hit. He hit me behind the log, and dude, it was a monster. Freaking took me into the tree and just snapped me off. Really? anything about it. Yeah, that um, sucks, man. Yeah, but Danny came over and he ended up catching like a nice largemouth that was back in the thing. And after he caught that, the game, the it was up. Uh,
2: the gig we, was up yeah the gig was up yeah
1: they they knew everything was well it sounds going like on. you
2: guys had a heck of a trip man I yeah. know Dan, i texted Danny he said he he said it was the time of his life
1: and did i did i tell you though we ended up fishing the lower yaron no the
2: same se- section we did
1: no i'll have to show you next time. i don't want to give it away but there's a specific area where basically it's really hard to get to like okay. I didn't know how hard. Into, well, Mike told me I was going to paddle up two miles. And I was like, screw that, dude. I'm not paddling up two miles. And I, I figured out a way to get there um, without doing that. But it was not easy. Let's yeah. just say we, we had to walk over a bunch of heroin needles and oh, trash lovely. and oh. condoms to get there. Gross. So, yeah. But once you got there... You had it all to yourself.
2: Well, that's cool.
1: It was super cool. Yeah. Well, it
2: sounds like you guys had a great trip. So let's get. Let's. We've got. Uh, we've got some uh, voicemails. You I tired of hearing to... about it? Yeah, a little bit. Can yeah. I talk a little
1: bit more? No, dude. My... <laughs> I'm like. I, I'm just. Honestly... Hang on. Hang on, Mike Schultz is
2: calling. Hang on. Oh my, my god. <laughs> Listen, I'm just. No, it's not. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just like. Honestly, I'm just starting to get a little demoralized.
1: Yeah, you'll I, have your day in the sun, dude. No, it's not
2: it does and it's not a jealousy thing. I mean, it's No, just, I know,
1: but you're you'll have your day like metaphorically just, speaking in the sun like good fishing.
2: Dude, I just want to fish some like decent conditions. That's yeah. all I want.
1: So, let me see what. Let me see something here.
2: It's not going to be spiking yet. I, it's just honestly, we've just had so much rain and and I I, I don't want to be a I don't want to be a, a Debbie bitch tits about this whole thing, but the, the the whole thing has just got me a little little bummed.
1: Yeah, don't get bummed. All right, well
2: let's listen to these voicemails. We got we got we got uh, so we had tons a, of voicemails.
1: We had a really good response to our last plea for some Smalley Talk Hotline yeah uh, content, and I think we uh, they answered the bell here. So we're gonna we're gonna play these bad boys. Let's see here. (laughs) Holy cow, we got all kinds of messages. All right.
2: All right.
3: So, here we go. What you say, boys? That Weinstein joke was offensive as hell. I just want you guys to know I got a little story for you. I was up here in Fall Creek. I got my long rod with me. It's a cane pole. It ain't no fly rod. And I'm in there. I'm waiting around trying to get out some of these smallmouth bronzebacks you've been talking about. All of a sudden I feel something on my leg. I look down there's a fucking jar attached to my ankle. Hell, I started thrashing around big as a buick. I reached down there <laughs> and I stabbed him between the eyes and sell a bitch got my leg, though, man. Now I got a wooden leg. They call me Pirate Pete, the pig leg. Just something I've been dealing with. Uh hey, uh, hey Josh, uh, what what you wearing, bud? Uh, just just tell me what it is on the next episode and uh We'll just uh, call it even. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, great work. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my,
1: that is uh, that is some great content right there. Uh, hang on. What'd you think of that, Chris?
2: Well, I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I couldn't understand. I, if that was English, it it escaped me
1: do <laughs> you want to listen to it again I, I honestly kind of yeah let's listen to it again
2: hang on yeah. what
3: do you say boys that weinstein joke was offensive as hell i just want you guys to know i got a little story for you i was up here in uh fall creek i got my long rod with me it's a cane pole it ain't no fly rod <laughs> and i'm in there i'm waiting around trying to get out some of these smallmouth bronzebacks you've been talking about all of a sudden, I feel something on my leg. I look down there, there's a fucking guard attached to my ankle. Hell, I started <laughs> thrashing around big as a Buick. I reached <laughs> down there, and i stabbed him between the eyes. I just feel a bitch got my leg, though, man. Now I got a wooden leg. They call me Pirate Pete, the Pig leg. Just something I've been dealing with. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Josh, uh, what, what you wearing, bud? Uh, just, just tell me what it is on the next episode, and... Uh, We'll just uh, call it even. Okay. Thanks, guys. Uh, Great work. (laughs) That
1: is amazing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was was something. You know, I'll tell you what Josh is wearing right now. He's wearing some sweat shorts that are well above the knee. Mm -hmm. Um, Flashing some testicles. He's wearing a Wilderness Systems shirt and uh, flip-flops. Yeah. So there you go bud We're, We'll call it even I decided to wear pants tonight <laughs> We'll call it even You keep enjoying Was it Fall Creek? Is that what he said? I know
1: he said Fall Creek I wonder I, I wonder if that's he, uh, sounds,
2: he sounds more like a uh, Southern Indiana guy <laughs> Than, <laughs> so, than a Fall Creek fall, Down than there Than a Fall Creek fisherman Um Honestly, and and I and I could be wrong. I didn't know that there were caves in which people lived around Fall Creek.
1: <laughs> Where does it say caves?
2: I mean, I'm just assuming that he lives in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, it sounded. Uh, uh, I don't know. And then when he said jump, he said jump in Fall Creek, right? Yeah, that, that's. Just I didn't. Asking for I've never diseases. heard of. I didn't. Uh, his parents were very inventive to name his sister Fall Creek. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no.
1: Well, yeah, that was an interesting uh, message.
2: Yeah, I mean, so. honestly, it's it it uh, it's it's inspiring to hear messages like that. To know that, well, he <clears throat> that the mentally challenged are being taught how he, to use the internet. And he said
1: the Weinstein joke was offensive as hell.
2: Yeah, so he got it. <laughs> okay, <all right. laughs> At least he got that. No, right. it, no. thanks for the message, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's probably a character, right? Uh, I don't know. No.
1: We live in Indiana. We got all, all right. kinds of kinds. Let's see what this is. All right.
0: Hey, guys, it's Alex DeNo. I'm a West Central Hoosier fisherman. Uh, Fisher Creek a lot. Uh, just yesterday. I uh, got into a verbal altercation on the creek uh, with a fly fisherman. Now, we all know fly fishermen are God's gift to earth. They're the best at what they do, and it is the most pure form of fishing, right? I like this guy. Blah, 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 whatever. Well, that's a long story, but uh I, I want to know you guys' take on altercations on the water, either verbal or if you have had any physical ones. And uh, how you deal with it. Maybe um, a little bit of etiquette uh, when it comes to, you know, seeing other people on the water. I love what you guys are doing. Uh, keep up the good work.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. Interesting yeah. topic. All yeah. Right. Uh, Altercation uh, on the say, water. You know, I was I was a little hard on that last caller. The uh, Let me just jump back.
1: Well, we're supposed um, to roast them. So yeah, we're supposed
2: line. to roast. But I feel a little bad. I mean... Part of it was based on the fact that we have Google transcript that, like, we're, we're reading the messages as we're listening to them. We don't listen to these beforehand. Um, but it was so, the, I mean, his accent was so just trashy that we couldn't, I mean, the Google transcript just wasn't picking it up. And I thought maybe it was him, but... I'm seeing this one. This one says, "Hey guys, it's Alex. I'm on the West Central Asia Fisherman Fishing Creek a lot." <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Google he actually said he's a Hoosier.
2: I know, I got it, but I mean, Google, get your stuff together. Yeah, uh, well, I'm about to have an altercation technology. with. I'm about to have an altercation with you. <laughs> I thought we had AI now. Yeah, I thought we did too. I thought we were at the tipping Apparently point. Apparently not. Hashtag Joe um, Rogan. So, so this
1: guy. <laughs> I like him already. Yeah, he's, he's he had an altercation with the fly fisherman. Right. he's being sarcastic about fly fishing. I'm not going to roast <laughs> this guy very much. I like him a ton. I have yeah. to say,
2: I gotta say, he sounds like a real like he deserved whatever <laughs> that guy said to him. No, no, I mean, uh, calling I will call say those this fly fisherman out on their bullshit. I've only gotten in one altercation on the water. What about you? Um, maybe none. It's
1: rare. I've gotten to an altercation with the landowner. Well, that's in the Ooh, same spot. I have some information on that.
2: Okay. Well, we've got we've got the same spot cuz this is I I was there the day you had an altercation with the landowner below yeah. the bridge at Riverwood I on I that dude off.
1: River. I told him to go. Right. Go and he was actually the in the, apparently
2: in the right the whole time. But well, so here's so here's uh, false. I will tell you what I found out.
1: But go ahead.
2: All right. So uh I got into an altercation at that same spot on Wasn't the Riverwood Dam. Fisherman? Yes, it was. I was, I'm, yeah. So I'm paddling up to the dam.
1: This is before your fly fishing days, too. Yeah,
2: it was. So I'm paddling up to the dam uh, in a kayak, uh, and I'm with a disabled veteran buddy of mine. Okay, we're fishing the stretch. He's Missing both limbs. <laughs> no both legs. But he is. I mean, he's a you know guy I fish with sometimes. He's a good, is great it the dude, dude that we help help move. Yeah, great okay, dude. Gotcha, great, back. great dude. Uh, Army Ranger, you know, killer, you know, uh, one of the funniest guys that I've ever spent time with. Great, great dude. Disabled veteran, you know, we're, we're out fishing and uh, we fish, we're fishing up at the dam and, you know, as we're paddling up, I notice that there's somebody walking down into the water from the left side of the river. So I go over to the right side of the river on the exact opposite side of this guy and You know, we're paddling up towards the dam, but we're paddling all the way over to the right side so that we can give him the left side. Well, he apparently walks all the way across the river and wants to fish the right side. But we're already over there. We beat him to the spot and I'm fishing and he's like close to us. And I'm like, well, okay, well, so we'll do, you know, we fished the right side a little bit and he kept getting closer to us. I'm like, okay, well, let's go fish the left side then. So I'm like, okay, well, let's paddle around behind him so we're not disturbing the water that he's fishing. You know, I was being, like, super, like, overly courteous to this guy. And uh, as we're paddling around behind him, he, like, starts really talking shit. I mean, he's like, oh, you know, uh, I guess, you know, you guys have the whole river. And uh, I guess, you know, it's cool that you guys are just fishing right here on top of me. And I'm like, well, first, you know, we were here first, but. But, you know, also we're going to the other side of the dam so that we're not fishing in your area. Like, we're trying to avoid you. You're the one that walked all the way across where you saw us. Like, we're trying to leave you alone. He's like, all I can do is wade and fish this area right here at the dam. You guys can fish the whole river. Why don't you guys go fish down there? It's real cool that you guys are doing this. (laughs) And I'm like, like, all right, dude. I was like, like, how about this? I was like, how about you just shut up? And let us fish, and you fish. And they get the and guy he, go, oh, oh, oh no. Okay. He he was like, well, he like kept talking, you know, trash or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever, you know. And then my buddy starts paddling around him, and he's a cock strong ranger, you know. I mean, you know, he's disabled, but he's you know, he's still you know, <laughs> he's still a guy that you know has an attitude. I mean, he's he's a, you know, a high level operator at one point in his life. So the guy's like, starts talking shit to him. And my, my buddy goes, Well, how about there's only one dam? How about you just leave us alone? Like, that? how about you just fish over there? And the guy kept persisting. And, uh, you know, eventually I was just like, You know what? It's not worth it. Like, let's just, let's just paddle down the river. But it really put a, a, a freaking sour bone in my pocket about yeah, the whole thing. I remember
1: you called me about that. Oh, I was, you was might pissed. Have called me on
2: the water. Oh, I was pissed about it. Yeah, I was so pissed. And then I found out who he was and I thought he's an asshole. And I've been secretly talking shit about him to all the fly shops.
1: You really know who he is?
2: Oh, I know who he is. Yeah. If I ever see him again, I'm going to really give him an earful. Do I know who he is? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember his name right right now, but I can show you a picture of him. I got it saved in my, it's saved in my hate board. (laughs) (laughs) You throw darts at it every night? (laughs) No, I've just got a notebook. Voodoo doll. I've just got a notebook (laughs) like on uh, McGruber. just KFBR 392. It's just a picture of him (laughs) just on every page. Yeah. Uh, no, but you know, so here's some, uh, so that it wasn't a physical altercation, but, uh, it was the closest I ever got. It's probably the closest I've gotten to hitting an adult man after the age of 26. Well,
1: I may have hit him if I was with you because I that think guy... dude,
2: if you would have been with me, cause you've got such a terrible, terrible, <laughs> disgusting temper, you probably would have drowned him in the waters of that <laughs> dam and I would have just been jerking off watching
1: it. <laughs> Yeah. Luckily, man, I've just never, I'm, I'm a, pr- I have to say on the water.
2: Oh, don't like, even try. Don't even pretty try. Pretty oh, right No, don't there. even try, dude. I've don't, never you, really got you. Dude, you don't, 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 Yeah. Cause if the, anybody who knows you and is listened to this is just laughing audibly in their car well, right now. Yeah. Now, here's some tips though. Uh, you know for all of us you know all the listeners of the podcast don't be a dick uh, don't be an asshole how about yeah. that how about we just all and recognize that you know the other people out on the water are just trying to enjoy the the time that they've got off work or the time that they've got to themselves everybody's just out there trying to enjoy themselves don't be a dick all yeah, right i think you know if somebody's in your way how about you just how about you just sit down and and put your thumb in your asshole and look at the nature for 30 minutes and let the water clear off before you start fishing again. How about you just don't be a prick? How yeah. about that? Yeah. So there's I, there's a little tip. Thanks a lot for the call Alex. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I don't I'm not going to talk about that that much besides the fact that I will say I got some new eye-opening information on this landowner that well, claims he
2: claims This is he owns for reference, we're talking about the island directly yeah. under the Riverwood Dam. He
1: claims he owns this island on a navigable river.
2: And he's got it painted with purple paint. Oh yeah. He's got so, the signs. He'll so, yell at you if he sees you. So
1: here's all I will say. A third party that happens to work for the government got Your an, neighbor. Got an interest <laughs> got an interest in this topic because we fish right there. And I told him like, Hey, don't go on the island. He's all the stuff and So he does some calling around, calls the CO there, calls the sheriff's department, calls the guy who keeps all the county like, uh, the assessor, right. Yeah.
2: Or the surveyor.
1: Turns out. Right. Turns out, um, best case scenario, the guy only owns the east side of the island.
2: East side. So that'd be the opposite side. West side.
1: Hang on. So yeah, he owns the west side. So the property line, I'll show you this picture real quick because I had him send it to me.
2: Oh, dude, here's what we should do. We should organize a I know. camping event This is what on, I, the, on the east is, side of that this island. Is, this is what I'm thinking Oh, here. dude. All br- I, I mean, that's just outrageous. Yeah. So I mean, what the balls of this guy?
1: I don't know. Best
2: I, case scenario. What does that mean, though?
1: Well, the other part of this is apparently it's sketchy whether he actually owns the whole or even the the west side of it um i was i have a good authority that one they refer to the guy as a dick for one that that they knew that's they knew him by his name here's the gis on it you can see the island clearly is cut wow so even that whole portion that he always yells at us for doesn't own it so,
2: oh dude, I wanna go I wanna go directly across from his stupid little R V well, and just take a shit right yeah. there, but so, <laughs> out so right he, in front of his so R V. He,
1: he says uh, they the CEO and the sheriff's department they're like, Yeah, he call they call he calls all the time, blah, blah, blah. They specifically said, Look, he can call us all he wants. We're never gonna go do ticket to anybody for it. Well, no I no can tell you this. They at.
2: came out there that day
1: they did but i think that's that's a done deal they're not Just doing
2: it anymore cuz he's probably called a thousand times yeah. so what an asshole
1: i think it's pretty funny we can go i told you know i'm going to at least go up there and stand on it and make sure he sees me
2: oh please do yeah and and get it on video make sure you make sure you roll the video and, uh, you know, if he starts harassing you, you should call the police on him and say he's harassing fishermen. I'm actually going to take a lawn chair and I'm going to pop it up. Dude, start catfishing out there. Maybe like a little,
1: <laughs> maybe like a little shade, you know, a little pop up, a little shelter.
2: Dude, I'd I'm bring for, a
1: portable Coleman grill. You know, start. cause
2: that's a, that's a, a law that like harassing sportsmen is like a law. Like yeah, it, well. if, if, it's a criminal law that like if you, if you're harassing people who, uh, You know, like hunters or fishermen or something. It's a, it's, it's punishable by, you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, let's listen to this. Yeah, so we got
1: another message. Not sure exactly what's going on with this. Okay, maybe a butt dial. A butt dial.
2: It's a pretty specific number to butt dial.
1: Hang on. Wow. Okay. We got some sort of translation here. It's Uh, Okay, here
2: we go. It's the same number. He's left two numbers.
1: I know. That one's only six seconds long, though. I don't quite understand.
2: All right. This voicemail, the Google transcript of it, just says, no. (laughs) It's a lot of dead air, and it's sort of dumb.
1: That's all right. No.
2: Nothing. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we got to... 43
2: seconds. Yeah, he's he's just screwing with us to make us have dead, dead air. Good good work. Okay. You got you got us.
1: Okay, now this one is only six seconds long. Yes,
2: Josh could
0: eat my turds.
2: <laughs> yes, Josh could eat my turds.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that is right. very Now
2: we're into it. <laughs> very interesting. We're, we're yeah, we're into the abyss now.
1: Yeah, that's definitely an interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, not what do, much do you think content. about that?
2: What do you think about that? Well, you, you remember that eat, rage you, monster you were talking about?
1: Yeah. Bring his ass to the Spoiler <laughs> <fully> Talk Studios. <laughs> you could eat his turds. Yeah. I'll make you eat my turds,
2: bud. Yeah. You know, don't make promises you don't want to, you know, yeah. take someone up on. Oh,
1: oh hey, if he makes his way down <laughs> here, I'll give you my address. I'll eat his turds. All right. All right. So here's a serious one. Looks like this guy's name is Matt. Let's play this.
4: Hey guys, what's up? This is Matt from southeastern Pennsylvania. Um, I just wanted to say thanks from all the degenerate smallmouth fishermen out there in the world. Um, We're definitely outnumbered by the largemouth and trout fishermen, and it's not fair. So it's good to see somebody out there making a podcast for us. Um, So I have a couple of things. First is, um, you know, I've been thinking about this for a long time. Um, I think I'm going to be coming out of the closet I have all these feelings pent up inside, and I'm not sure what to do about it. So this question is for
2: Chris. Oh, God, um, you asshole. <laughs> I've been a
4: conventional fisherman for a long time, and I'm thinking about converting no! to the homo way no! of fly fishing. So, um, no! you know, I was just wondering if you had some <laughs> tips or tricks as to what you could do to, you know, be successful with that. Um, rod, length, weight, um, you know, if you use floating line or intermediate, what kind of tip it are you getting into? Um, I'd be a total beginner fly fisherman, so um, any input you have would be greatly appreciated. And uh, next, I just have a little tip. Um, I'm sure you guys, like me, have used pretty much every soft plastic in your local uh, department store or sporting goods store. Um, use them all, all different brands, all different sizes, all different kinds. But this year, I've been experimenting with two that I just wanted to let you guys know about if you didn't already know. Um, One of them is the 4-inch Fat Ica by Yamamoto. Um, I Texas rig it and had a lot of success on that this year, just dead drifting it down um, through some current, or, um, you know, you can flip it up into some pretty heavy cover, and it's really tough to get And the second one is the Yamamoto Double Tail. Um... That one you can Texas rig, you can uh, drop shot, you can rig it all different kinds of ways. It's super versatile bait. Um, I'm sure if you just look at it and fish it for a while, you'll be able to figure out a way to do it. So um, that's pretty much it. So thanks again for the podcast. You guys are gay, but you're all
2: right too. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great. That was a great one. That was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice to get through some tips there too. So yeah, I like that.
1: I like the. I like the drawing the metaphor between. Coming out of the closet, right, and becoming a fly fisherman because that's exactly what it's like.
2: <laughs> well, I thought he was going to be pretty insulting with that, but it ended up he was just asking. Yeah, he was just—he was a little shame, tongue in cheek. It was a little shame, but he's asking yeah. for real. He so I want
1: I, go ahead, Chris. I know you that you uh, have a good beginning fly fisherman spiel. So what?
2: Yeah. So, uh, and I may have already given this on on the podcast. So if you've already heard it, I'll I'll keep it brief. But, um. You know, I, in this order, you should spend your money on on these things. Number one, uh, buy yourself a very good floating line. I recommend, which I'm I'm on the Cortland Pro stuff, so I should probably recommend more <laughs> of theirs, But uh, I'll, I'll recommend a, a series of three, so you can you can look at the uh, the bass line from Scientific Anglers, a floating line. You can look at the Rio smallmouth line, or you can look at the Cortland big game or big fish fly line. Uh, Either one of those are all, they're all floating line. Um, You know, you want something with like an aggressive taper uh, because with bass, you know, you're fishing with big flies. So you want something with like an aggressive taper, which is like the, either the SA Titan long, the SA uh, bass line, the the Rio smallmouth or even the, the Cortland, uh, big fish, uh, fly line, they all have that really aggressive, big shooting head on them. So that's for, you know, turning over big giant, um, you know, smallmouth flies, um, you know, and then for, for the leaders, um, <coughs> you know, you're looking at two X is the smallest that I'll use, uh, two X, um, one X zero X, or you can, uh tie your own and I just tie them with uh, monofilament. I do a thirty pound, twenty pound, uh, twelve pound taper on the leaders. But um that's a that's a you know kind of the line setup is you know you want to spend the most money on your line. You know, you can buy a great line for ninety dollars. Uh the second most important thing to buy is a is a rod. Um so you can buy, you know, I, for, for guys that are just starting out, I always recommend, uh, you know, the Echo Base is a really good beginner's rod, and it's something that you can use as you kind of get more experience and stuff too. Or TFO, you know, all the TFO rods are good. Uh, TFO Clouser was my first fly rod uh, for, for smallmouth, but, um, you know, that's like a $200 rod. The Echo Base is a $99 rod, and it really is a quality rod, so I recommend that. And then uh, the last thing and the least important thing is your reel. So, you know, you can pretty much just buy any sealed disc drag reel. Uh, Reddington makes really good reels. Um, so that's that's what I that's the setup I'd look at. Um, and then you know, this time of year you can catch them on top water. So I just buy yourself a few poppers um, and go out and give it a whirl, man. But you know, probably. Two another tip for if you're just learning how to fly cast and you're just learning how to fly fish, you know, go to a farm pond. Go to a place where you know you can catch some largemouth um, or some even some panfish, and just learn your casting techniques that way. So you know use your you know use your same setup. Uh, go go fish for some panfish, and and that'll help you kind of work on your cast and it'll help you kind of put all those skills together because uh, the first time you set the hook. You don't want it to be in a nice small mouth uh, that gets away on you. So, yeah, that's my recommendation. Get yourself a nice open farm pond with nothing behind you. Get out there, and make some casts, and uh, make it happen. So, echo base. Um, you know, a ninety dollar fly line either from Scientific Anglers, Rio, or Cortland, um, and then uh, just a cheapo reel, and that'll do it, man.
1: It's good stuff. And then addressing his his tip, thank you for the um, tip. I can't say that I fished this exact Yamamoto as you're talking about. I was having trouble understanding what the he said double tail. Um, so if it's just a double tail grub, I have fished that for and it is killer. And then the um, the other one I I didn't didn't catch what the actual name of it was, but we'll have to have to look that up. He sounds like a pretty educated smallmouth guy, and like I said, I like him.
2: Yeah, I, and he's I, in a great area to catch smallmouth, too. I mean, Southeast Pennsylvania is kind yeah, of... Uh, yeah, a little he's better got, than Indians. Yeah, he's got <laughs> the uh, the Juniata that's close by, the Susquehanna, the Shenandoah. I mean, he's got yeah. some world-class uh, smallmouth rivers that are pretty yeah. close. So Pretty good stuff. Good though. stuff, man. All right. Yeah. Well, we got any more, or is that the last one?
1: That was the last uh, voicemail. Um,
2: All right, well, what's new in your box, bud?
1: Uh well I this hat for one I like this hat it's killer hat it yeah full top footer special I bought a ton of stuff let would say recently I just ordered so I'm fishing the Indiana kayak anglers tip of canoe tournament this next weekend and I was kind which of, I
2: may be doing as well
1: yep yep um, if I
2: can't convince you to go to the Huron
1: you're not going to um
2: what do you mean I'm not going to
1: you're not gonna convince me to go the Huron. Dude. It, I've been signed up for this tournament
2: for like Dude, the Tippy is four gonna, months. The tippy is not gonna be fishing well. Man. And also there's gonna be tons of people up there.
1: Yeah, I'm just—I'm still gonna grind it out. I got—I got a—I got a reputation to uphold, dude. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) A reputation for getting third place is not a reputation you need to uphold. I mean, honestly, nobody's
2: gonna be like, "Oh, where's Josh to get fourth place in this tournament this weekend?"
1: I'm a favorite to win it.
2: Oh, bullshit! You're not favored for anything. (laughs) The only thing you're favored for is going up to the Huron with me. Oh, shut up.
1: Um. So, anyways, uh. Yeah, fishing that. I, I did anticipate well, we'll some see. muddy conditions, so I ordered um, ordered some spinnerbaits I like for muddier stuff. So, got the Accent um, River Special Night Edition. So
2: I may go up there and I may only fish one lure. I may just take one lure with me.
1: What would you take?
2: Well, I'm not telling you, because then you're <laughs> going to be fishing it.
1: Um, yeah, dude, so... Yeah, I, you know, I have a bunch of different stuff, but I haven't really got anything new per se um, recently, like besides the spinnerbaits, you know, just kind of restocking the old tackle box. I'm pretty simple fisherman. I mean, I know everybody Just a ma- simple! <laughs> so somebody sent us, uh, I just sent out some um, stickers today, we had a couple orders, Come through, and the guy put on the PayPal. He says, "Josh, do not use this for fluke money." <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I sent it out, but yeah, man, uh, that's about it. What about you?
2: you know, other than just, the flies, just other than the flies, no, nothing, nothing new. You've been man. pretty busy lately, so. Dude, you have no idea. I'm in the deep end with this with work right now, so yeah. uh, it's getting ready to it's getting ready to chill out a little bit. So it's
1: good, yeah. Yeah, but do I you was hoping
2: know? that maybe you could my my good fishing buddy would help me decompress by doing a, an ad hoc trip up to the Huron, but it yeah. looks like I'm going to be not, the, freaking, not this weekend. Sorry, I, it looks like I'm just going to be stuck in stress hell for a while and prior
1: commitments. You don't
2: have any commit. It's a fishing commitment.
1: I First of all, I do have commitments to guys I'm fishing
2: with. Oh, my gosh. They yeah. don't want you there. They <laughs> probably, don't want you there. I'll beat them. That's, <laughs> that's not true, but they don't want you there. I uh, want you to go to the Huron. These people, they don't care about you like I do, baby. <laughs> I know. We would
1: probably make sweet love, but I just yeah. don't know if I can... I can do that, but yeah, man, so, uh, that's all I have. Um, I know you got to get, get out of here and get to the whole wifey
2: so you can keep your promise. Um, yeah, man. Thanks everybody for listening. You know, as always, you can find us on, uh, Instagram or Facebook at Smalley talk podcast yeah. and, uh, leave great, us a
1: great messages
2: on the hotline. Yeah. Great message on hotline. the hotline. Thanks very much for that. Yeah. And keep them uh, coming.
1: We, I love it. If you, if you kind of on the fence, you're not sure if you want to leave one. Just leave it. We had a guy leave a message that's completely blank and then he said, Josh can eat my turds and I liked it. So. I like how
2: he had the commitment to leave a message that was blank and <laughs> then was like, I'm gonna call back. Yeah because I've got something to say. <laughs> yeah. He made Josh, two
1: you can eat my turds. <laughs> he had he made
2: two phone calls to say that. Yeah. He must uh, hate you, dude. He must must have You something. know why? It's because you keep talking about these tournaments and doing these tournaments that's just it's honestly just (laughs) it weakens the sport (laughs) yeah so all right well thanks everybody for listening uh look us up on facebook instagram leave us a five-star review on itunes and uh appreciate everybody listening again thanks Free free the fighter